the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here. The Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon preparing for... Father's Day 2019. Glad to have you with us on the program this afternoon. Well, before we get started with today's program, we have some breaking news. And that is uh, apparently we have an incident uh, on uh, Interstate 275. And it is uh, the exit ramp or the on-ramp right there in the area of Howard and Armenia uh, to the northbound I-275. And so that's going to be on the south side. We have some police activity there that has uh, at least uh, that inside lane blocked off. Don't know exactly to the extent what the police activity is all about. Haven't got that come in yet. But want to tell you that there is a pretty significant backup now uh, from uh, the Howard uh, Armenia exit all the way back through West Shore. And, of course, doesn't take much to back up the Howard Franklin Bridge. So, not much to do if you're on the bridge, but if you have, uh, if you're a little bit closer, you might want to consider an alternative route until you hear that um, the police have opened up the lane and given the all clear. Again, that's I-275 near the uh, Howard Armenia exit. Uh, well, the other thing we wanted to talk about this afternoon is happy birthday, President Donald Trump. That's right. Today, not only is it Flag Day, today is the 73rd birthday to the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Now, I'm not going to do a Marilyn Monroe here. I'm not going to be singing to the President, uh, certainly in a uh, provocative way that uh, the famous Marilyn Monroe did. Uh, Wasn't that a mess during all that time? But anyway... Uh, This is the president's birthday, and he just so happened to have been born on Flag Day. Isn't that sort of uh, patriotic as well? Well, we know that the the president's going to be here next Tuesday, June the 18th. When I say here, a little bit further up the road uh, at the Amelie Arena, downtown Orlando. Uh, A couple days ago, already 74,000 people had signed up for tickets. Um, Don't know what that total is today. Uh, there's also going to be some watch parties uh, around the area. So if you want to find out what's happening, check with your local Republican Party office in the county that you live. And if there's something that you might want to plug into, at least uh, you'll be able to know what that option is. Again, it's going to get underway allegedly at 8 o'clock on Tuesday, June 18th at the o- at the Arena for the Orlando Magic. Uh, that's the Amway uh, Arena in Orlando. Well, I mentioned it was Flag Day. We always like to keep you posted on history. I did not put my flag out today at home. I don't like to put my flag out when it's raining, and these showers have been coming and going and coming and going, and I can't keep track to get the flag in and out. So 
I just doing a little confession on our program today that my flag is not out. Usually if I'm here and it's an appropriate day and we're not traveling, um, sometimes we uh, our, our holidays will coordinate with uh, a day that you put your flag out. But today is Flag Day. It's celebrated every June the 14th. Uh, 1777 was the first day that it was celebrated. And the reason why it was celebrated on that date is that is when the resolution of the second, count it, second Constitutional Congress. That's when, uh, and of course, uh, even at that point, uh, uh, with the 13 original colonies, certainly didn't have as many stars that we have on our flag today. But nonetheless, uh, old glory is to be respected. And since we're talking about the flag, you know, there is proper care for the flag. When the flag is stowed, it should be stowed and folded up uh, where it's in that triangle shape with only the blue and the white stars showing. And if you happen to see a flag at a commercial institution or somewhere that's being publicly displayed, if that flag is not in good shape, if there's any kind of, uh, in fact, I, I happen to, Uh, See, when I visited my bank, uh, I think it was yesterday, I won't mention my bank or where it was at, but uh, I'm going to probably mention to the management that their flag is frayed, uh, definitely frayed on the end, a little bit faded, and it's time for the flag to be replaced. Also reminds you that when a flag is replaced, it needs to be retired properly, and the proper way to retire a flag is to burn it. Now, any of your, if you have a flag that you want to properly dispose of, any of your American Legion posts uh, have those ceremonies. We also, our Trail Life Troop, Trail Life Troop 7, uh, we had uh, several flags uh, from businesses and others. I think we had about 10 or 15 of them. A couple of our camping trips back, I know that they had a flag retirement ceremony where we properly uh, unfold the flags and prepare them to be put uh, into uh, the fire pit and uh, they are are burned in respect for their service in terms of uh, representing uh, our country uh, on top of that flagpole. Very distinctive and and I tell you what if you've got a newer American flag and it's it's a bright day outside it is just beautiful to see our flag uh, flying, especially if there's a little bit of a wind, so it's kind of curling back and forth. Just a beautiful sight. Well, a couple of uh, international stories just to get to real quick and to get us along the way. Well, it looks like the Iranians got caught red-handed. I don't know if you've seen the um, photographs, night vision photographs of the Boats that uh, we know are the Iranian fast boats uh, that cruise up and down the Gulf of Oman through the Strait of Hormuz, and they cruise up and down the Persian Gulf. They are center console boats with four, probably, uh, you usually say twin 200s or twin 225, that stands for horsepower, but there are four engines on these fast boats, and uh, of course I couldn't tell what the, um, whether it's 200s, 225s, or who knows. But uh, anyway, the surveillance film shows them removing one of the mines uh, that didn't detonate that was attached to one of the ships. 
and that's uh, included in the definition of getting rid of, rid of the evidence. And so we had some uh, as if as if they don't realize the United States as well as Israel. I mean, if you don't think that we have night vision capability, you're pretty naive. But anyway, we clearly saw the film or the video of the nighttime surveillance with the boat uh, trying, actually pulling up the side of the big tanker, taking the mine off, and then uh, exiting the vehicle, the, exiting the ship. Also, want to keep in prayer for uh, the crew of one of the ships is now in custody in Iran. Uh, they had been saved by another merchant ship, but one of these fast boats came up and demanded that the captain and the crew uh, be turned over to them, and finally uh, they relented to do that, and so pray for them because they are now, uh, I guess, under detention with the Iranians. So we continue to watch that, and um, the idea is is that uh, if the Iranians continue with this, what's going to be the response of the United Nations? What's going to be the response of the United States? And that's what we will be watching into the next few days as we go into uh, the weekend. But certainly we are being challenged, uh, not directly but indirectly, with the commercial merchant ship traffic in that area. And so I uh, want to keep an eye on that. The other place to watch, if you've ever been to Hong Kong, you're seeing some scenes in the streets of Hong Kong that uh, uh, I can't remember in my lifetime seeing. It seems like the whole country has taken to the streets. And as you know, that Hong Kong is a province, uh, sort of a, a, under a different arrangement uh, with China. China uh, is uh, over Hong Kong, and they have proposed to implement uh, some of the Chinese uh, aspects of the law if you're going to be detained or questioned and the people in what is now free Hong Kong and and Hong Kong is where capitalism flourishes China takes part in capitalism there in the Hong Kong area and uh, but uh, the people are really in the streets uh, protesting uh, they've had to bring out the water cannon water cannons and uh, it's getting very very uh, violent uh, over there in terms of their opposition for this particular rule to be adopted so Keep that in mind because um, I don't know whether any of this has to do with uh, the pressure that the Chinese are under, the sanctions, as well as the 25% tariff that President uh, Trump slapped on the Chinese. Uh, that is, uh, represents billions and billions and billions of dollars, and so they have been manipulating their currency. And uh, they also subsidize their businesses. So there's a lot of things that China is and will be doing that we would not be doing here in a similar situation uh, here in the States. But don't know if um, some of that is uh, a retaliation to some of the folks that, that live in Hong Kong, that if they're going to be under more of a strict Chinese totalitarian rule in terms of the laws of either you get in line or we're going to pick you up and you might not be seen again. That certainly is uh, uh, pulling them apart. Well, let me, uh, before we take a break, let me flip on over here to give our folks that are listening on the biz this afternoon a little bit uh, of thought about the markets today. Um, 
Broadcom, which is the big chip maker, uh, Broadcom shared some news with the markets that sort of uh, tamper things just a, a little bit much. And uh, but I got to tell you what, if you own a pet and use uh, Chewy Pet Mart's online business, um, they went out for an IPO and the shares are now priced at twenty two dollars, which is eighty six percent higher. So people like the pups and the cats, and so they're supporting them as well. Anyway, here's the markets on this Friday afternoon, closing down across the board. Dow Jones Industrials off 17.16 to close at 26.089 and change. The S&P 500 closing 4.66 points down, uh, closing at 28.86. And the NASDAQ, a little bit stronger downwind, uh, 40.47 off today. Closing at 77.96. That's 77.96. Well, coming up during this hour, we're going to be talking about uh, Governor DeSantis and sanctuary cities, uh, a bill that uh, was on his desk that he made a decision on today. Also, had a little bit of a scare over the Don Cesar. They found a grenade on the grounds of Don Cesar, and we'll be talking about that coming up uh, uh, just shortly. Then in the second hour, we're going to have a chance to uh, spend some time with our regular folks on Friday afternoon, Focus on the Family and Movie Guide. Greg Smalley will be along with Focus on the Family talking about dads, daughters, and marriage. And Movie Guide's Ben Kaiser going to be talking about two new releases, Men in Black and Emmanuel. Those discussions coming up in just a moment. I want to remind you that if you have a question or comment for our show, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. You can also email us at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. That's afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment, and I'll tell you about that grenade that showed up at the Don Cesar next on our show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on earth. This bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today, and I'll see you in Israel. Call to book today, 800-247-1899, or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. I want you to sleep in. I want you to cool down. And I want you to have the home of your dreams. I'm Alyssa Walters, CEO and daughter of family-owned and run BlindsGalore.com. My mom, Shelly, hi, everyone, and I have been working together for as long as I can remember. We've never settled for mediocre, and you shouldn't either. We're tough customers, but we love to say wow when it's worth it. That's why we built Blinds Galore, to give you designer blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters without the designer price. Get free samples, free shipping, and all the free design help you desire. Our in-house team of experts can help you online or over the phone every step of the way. Plus, you're free to exchange your custom blinds or shades for any reason. It's that simple. We've been doing this for nearly 20 years and want you to take pride in your window treatments. It's your home after all. You'll love the view. We We promise. promise. 
Just go to blindsgalore.com. That's blindsgalore.com. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. And I was struggling We're back, Bill Bunkley here, Friday afternoon, 877-943-9673. I want to talk to the dads out there just for a minute or two, and uh, if you're a dad, this is your weekend coming up, it's Father's Day. And I know oftentimes we think about Father's Day as it's a day to treat dad and do some things for dad, just like uh, Mother's Day is the day for mom. Do some things for mom. But I want to talk about the flip side of that. And just, just very briefly, in this country, we don't have a real great track record over the last uh, decade or two when it comes to dads in America. There's a lot of AWOL dads. There's a lot of dads that uh, were married or fathered children, and today, because of their pursuit of pleasure or pursuit of profession, you know, the kids that they have fathered uh, get a very little real piece of dad. And so I believe that part of uh, a lot of the issues that we have with uh, our millennials and, and some of our younger generations out there that have gotten so isolated, so uh, anti-God, anti-Jesus, anti-establishment, anti-everything. You know, a lot of these young adults have had to grow up without a dad. Some of them have had a bad experience with dad, and of course, some of them have had a wonderful experience with their dad. So we're going to talk a little bit about fatherhood coming up in the second half, uh, second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show particularly dads and daughters, and, uh, you know, dads, when someone comes around and, you know, your daughter is thinking about marrying this guy, and so what is your responsibility? And so I just want to call you to account this afternoon and, and call you to ask God, or if you don't believe in God, you know, spend some time with yourself and ask yourself the question, Am I being the dad I should be? Am I plugged in with my kids, especially if you're divorced? Am I plugging in with my kids the way I really need to be plugged in? And there's special bonds between kids and their dads. And now when so many dads are AWOL, and I know the divorces, the remarried situations, I know with my youngster that has been in in Christian school and kind of had my eyes opened uh, because... Uh, so many of the situations with our schools, whether it's Christian or secular, you know, dad's not on the scene. There's no dad around. And, and, and I just think that 
yeoman's uh, work that moms have been doing and a lot of the single moms that are out there, fewer, lesser to extent, senior dads, single dads, I should say. And um, maybe this uh, Father's Day 2019 is that time, is the time for you to maybe get acquainted with your, your, your kids. And uh, I know some of you are working with, uh, with your ex-spouse uh, at this um, point of the journey in your life. But nonetheless, um, maybe dads can look at this this weekend as a two-way street, not only in the, in the honoring part to, to them, but also to their uh, reevaluating their relationship uh, as well. Well, let's head over to a local story. And about 11.30 this morning, had an interesting call go into the law enforcement agencies. And uh, you might uh, know a little bit about the Don Cesar Hotel. That's the pink hotel uh, that rises up from the White Sands when you're heading over off 275 on a Pinellas Bayway. Heading over to the beaches, St. Pete Beach, Mad Beach, Treasure Island, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, they found something peculiar on the grounds of the hotel. It was a grenade. Now, the pictures that I saw, if it was an undisturbed grenade, it looks like somebody placed the grenade there. Now, the best news about this whole story is is that the grenade was inert. In case you don't know what inert means, it means it's unable to move or function, action. So it was a dud. And um, I don't know whether it was a training grenade or a grenade that was never armed to begin with. It it didn't look like a a cheap copy, but uh, nonetheless, very concerning today that there would be a grenade on the grounds of the Don Cesar. So they had to block off the streets there, and um, that could have been very congested. Uh, I mean, I wasn't there, but when you come off that bayway, especially if you're going to take a left and go to pass a grill, you have to take a left and go right in front of the Don Cesar. So... Uh, could have been uh, a backup for those um, not only trying to get to pass a grill, but also trying to take a ride and head for uh, all those beautiful Gulf beaches. Well, pass a grill has a beautiful beach as well. I mean, you start at pass a grill and you start heading north all the way up through Clearwater, all the way up through Honeymoon Island. So that's the beauty of the, uh, of the Gulf Coast here. So with that, um, keep in mind that at one time, Bape, uh, the uh, Don Cesar was converted into a VA hospital during World War II when so many of our brave service members were coming back and uh, a lot of them were wounded So at one time. And then you have so many areas around Florida, particularly around Tampa International Airport, uh, that uh, the Army Air Corps had several bases I think one was over in Bartow, several bases around Florida where they were training the pilots. And then, uh, of course, you've got Avon Park, which has been a, uh, a live uh, round type of range where they drop bombs over there in the central part of the state. So uh, sometimes you never know, especially in the beach sands, something's going to wash up. But this looked like it was placed there. But the good news is uh, it was not uh, an active uh, grenade nor inactive explosive. Well, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. It's Friday afternoon. 
the uh, the bill that has to do with sanctuary cities in Florida that has been decided today. And coming up after the break, we'll have a chat about uh, what our governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, did with the bill. And um, that's coming up in just a moment. And uh, on top of that, you know that he signed the drug, uh, the Canadian drug bill that has to be approved by uh, uh, the United States government. But uh, that bill was um, passed. And another bill that he signed had to do with... um, your health insurance, making it easier to get some alternative forms of coverage for certain folks. And next week is the big week. That's right. Next week, he will decide on the budget. And we are on turkey watch. We are on to see just what line items in the budget will find the disapproval of Governor Ron DeSantis and what he will put his his budget pen to. And then, uh, I don't foresee it, but anything that the governor vetoes, that can go back to the legislature. They can call a special session and attempt to override the the veto on whatever area he vetoes. I don't anticipate that happening at all. But it will be interesting to see what the new governor vetoes next week. When I come back, let's have a chat about sanctuary cities and cooperating with the federal government. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. From the White House this last hour, President Trump has announced small business health care changes and says the administration is working to bring down drug prices. Iran has described U.S. accusations that it was responsible for attacks on two oil tankers as unfounded. You have to look at this and say, is this, as the Americans say, an Iranian vessel? Is it uh, somebody else pretending to be the Iranians? We just at the moment don't know. But I think it is the first important part in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This is SRN News. Have you ever wondered if God is pleased with you? Do you question whether you're close to him? And can you really know his will for your life? Hi, I'm Andrew Farley, author of the new book, Twisted Scripture, Untangling 45 Lies Christians Have Been Told. Right now, I'm inviting you to enter for a chance to win a luxury fall getaway to Dallas, Texas this November for the Twisted Scripture Conference. I'll address the burning spiritual questions all believers face. So visit this station's website today to enter to win. And just for entering, you'll receive a free guide to help you discover your new identity in Christ. Hope to see you in Dallas. Download your free guide and enter to win a trip to Dallas at letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Joe Biden's abandonment of his longstanding support for the Hyde Amendment has not only damaged his campaign, but should bring permanent changes to the language we use on the abortion issue. Biden and other Catholic Democrats often insisted that they personally disapproved of abortion, but that they didn't want government to interfere with a woman's so-called right to choose. But if the Hyde Amendment is removed... 
That means the right to choose becomes a right to government funding for terminating a pregnancy. Many of those who said they wanted government to stay out of the abortion decision now insist the government must get directly involved by providing federal funding. This is not a pro-choice position. It's a pro-abortion position demanding government subsidies. In the future, liberals who favor such funding should accept the pro-abortion designation just as proudly as conservatives acknowledge that we are anti-abortion and pro-life. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library. Jones House. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Back, Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Want to remind you that I just checked, and uh, apparently whatever that police activity is at uh, I-275 at the Howard and Armenia exit still, no reporting from any of the local uh, media sources in the area as to what is the situation, other than the fact that the situation is still as it is. We have lane blockage. We have a huge backup on 275 uh, heading north. And, uh, of course, people listening, a little bit of rubbernecking on the other side coming the other way. But uh, I just want to continue to tell you that it would probably be beneficial to avoid uh, that area if you can. Well, Okaloosa, Florida was a scene today where uh, President Ron DeSantis signed the bill that has um, set Florida apart that there will be no sanctuary cities or counties in the state of Florida. Now, that doesn't mean that's not going to be challenged, and we may have some of the more left-leaning counties or city governments certainly uh, allegedly maybe acting inappropriate in the future. But let's go ahead and talk about what this bill does. First of all, it was high on the agenda for both President Trump And it was a campaign uh, promise or an issue, if you will, with Governor Ron DeSantis as he ran for uh, the governorship. Well, he won. And so let's talk about what this is and what this isn't. First of all, this has everything to do with illegal aliens, also referred to as illegal immigrants. But if you're in this country illegally, 
and you create a crime and you are picked up, and especially if you have uh, prior convictions, the prior convictions uh, are what's really going to get uh, uh, immediate attention. What this is all about, that if, if that person gets picked up, if that person gets, um, you know, uh, arrested, sentenced, et cetera, et cetera, whether it's the county or the city stockade or the county jail, they are to cooperate by holding that person in the jail uh, and to see if um, ICE wants wants to deport that individual because they are committing crimes. That's what this bill does. There's no catch and release. And today there was one or two examples. Uh, I think there was a, a young lady who had a family member out of Jacksonville. And we hear about these periodically where there was a fatal car crash. And you had a um, situation where you had someone who didn't have a driver's license, was not here illegally. They were driving the other car. I think they were drunk and an innocent person passed away. And so what this is not is if uh, you are here illegally and if you haven't, you're, you're not committing a crime and if you haven't committed crimes, they're not uh, going out and arresting people. Excuse me. They're not going out and gathering up people, say a sweep at one of our agricultural areas, and then bringing them in and then detaining them, and then deporting them. We have such massive numbers now to have to deal with that the focus and the emphasis is on those that are here who are creating crimes. Now, the sad part about it is is that when people get here, they have very little, if anything, in terms of money. Their financial resources, if any, they've been shaken down pretty good by various handlers who have gotten them not only to the United States border from uh, Guatemala, other areas, Honduras down in Central America, but they arrive here without any money. Uh, Some of them may have family members. I understand most of them don't. Then they're caught, processed, and then released. And then they are back in the the inner society, allegedly, supposedly waiting for their hearing, which takes years to get to now uh, on whether they can claim asylum. And so here you have people that get dumped on the streets of America. They don't have any money. So they're either going to immediately hook up with someone that can give them a a charitable hand, be it a church or, or, or maybe an agency. And if not, what are they forced to do? Well, they're forced to probably commit some petty crimes to first to get some get some food money together. So anyway, it's not a good situation all the way around because bringing folks like this into our country, uh, where they're where they're not going to have the you know they're going to have some services, but certainly uh, it creates an issue in the local in the local uh, communities. So. What this bill is about, it's about when, whenever we can, and the police will use the term make contact, 
when there is a contact made with an illegal and they have a record, well, the idea is is that we want to return as many people who are violating our laws. We want to return as many as we can make contact with. And that's what's been happening because, especially in San Francisco, California, uh, some of the northeast, Boston, in these sanctuary cities or counties, uh, what happens is it doesn't matter if you've been arrested three or four times. There is a philosophical opposition to turning them over to federal authorities, and they just let them loose. And we, what do we have? A few dozen stories of those who were let loose only to turn around and to commit what ended up being very unfortunate, many cases deadly crimes against innocent Americans. And uh, for the life of me, I don't know why we are so selfish in our in our American experience today that we can't put politics aside, we can't secure the border, we can't agree that those who are breaking our laws and hurting our people need to go and go like right now, but uh, uh, we're not there. So, um, obviously in Okaloosa County, that's up in the panhandle, very, very friendly territory, uh, conservatives there. And, in fact, uh, in the bill signing today, I understand there were uh, quite a few uh, red hats, uh, Make America Great hats, that were uh, part of that uh, entourage that were that was cheering on the governor earlier today. And so, uh, make no mistake, uh, having that signed in the panhandle is uh, one of the calculated decisions because – turnout in the 2020 election, the presidential election here, um, both parties are going to be working hard to register to vote people. But boy, when it comes to early voting uh, and election day and the mail-in ballots, this, that's, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where we're going to be deciding uh, who, got their, who got their team out. Was it Republicans? Was it Democrats? And so much is on the stake once again, at stake, I should say, once again, uh, coming up this November as to whether this country continues on a decidedly conservative uh, tack or if this country is going to flip and to um, have the pendulum come back to socialism, who knows what. But um, when it comes to the governor, Uh, I'll just say this about him, and that is he has been an extremely active governor. He is not really a people person. His wife, uh, the First Lady of Florida, she is the people person of that relationship. Uh, He is a policy wonk. And in the area of being a policy wonk, he reminds me of Jeb Bush when Jeb Bush was governor of Florida because Jeb was a policy wonk. Uh, But I got to tell you that the other aspect that I I point out of this governor signing the the sanctuary bill today, he he is a hustler. I mean, this, this individual certainly was a student while he was in the Congress of President Trump. And he watched how the president not only came out of the gate moving on very significant issues, the governor still is. I mean, the president still is. President Trump hasn't looked back. Now, he's, 
he's gotten more and more blocked because uh, the Democrats wanting to slow him down and the partisan bickering that's going back and forth uh, and the hatred for Donald Trump. But I'll tell you what, uh, Ron DeSantis learned a lesson in all of that, and uh, he hit the ground running uh, pretty quickly himself once uh, he uh, had his narrow victory against uh, Andrew Gillum, the Democratic candidate. And it was narrow indeed. And so as uh, we watch the bills coming out of the legislature, which ones he may veto, and especially how he looks at the budget in terms of what his vetoes are going to be, that will probably begin to round out our what has been speculation up to this point, but more of an idea what to expect and not to expect uh, from Governor DeSantis. And uh, there's no doubt that uh, everything is going to be calculated uh, from his office, having the evaluation, the background, how will this affect the 2020 re-election of Donald Trump? So you're going to see uh, a lot of conservative initiatives. You're also maybe going to see um, uh, some bipartisan issues that the, uh, that the governor, along with the president, will see as being positive for, say, the African-American community as they try and court some votes in that area as well. But um, we, are, we are right in, in the middle uh, as I said yesterday, you know, it's inevitable at some point in time that the country's going to probably swing back to the Democrats uh, because that's what happens. The pendulum swings both ways in history. And then you're going to see this attempt to push socialism, and then the Republicans will be doing the blocking, similar to what the, what the Democrats are doing now. And, uh, and so those dynamics are going to play out. But uh, Florida, as it is, with the fact that uh, every uh, census, uh, the ruling party gets to draw the lines, and that's where we have gerrymandering and those type of things become the top topics. But again, it's also going to be important for the Florida legislature, though no one has talked about this yet. It's going to be important for Republicans to hold the legislature uh, so that they will be in control of redrawing the lines for the census, and that will um, empower, if you will, another decade, another 10 years of uh, expected Republican domination if they're able to uh, redraw the lines around their power bases throughout Florida. Well, when I come back, have you ever thought that there might be some lost treasure out there for you? Well, I'll tell you what, I went on a little treasure hunt, and I found that I had some lost treasure. I'll tell you about that in a moment, because you might want to go on a little treasure hunt yourself. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Don't go away. I'll be right back. been denied credit? Are you paying high interest rates because of a low credit score? Join the thousands of people who've relied on creditrepair.com to help rebuild their credit score. I went to get my first car. 
had to get a used car, high interest, and so I knew that things were things were done from there. For over 15 years, we've helped thousands with their search for solutions to credit issues. We communicate with you, your creditors, and the credit bureaus with a unique approach designed to remove items like late payments, collections, charge-offs, liens, bankruptcy, and foreclosures that are unfair or inaccurate. And I've gone up 40 points already. There are many services offering to tell you your credit score and even monitor it for you. But what good is just knowing your credit score when what you really need is to fix it? Credit repair members see a significant improvement in their credit scores month after month. Call now to get your no-obligation credit consultation, including your free credit score and free summary credit report. Don't delay. Call 800-859-0720. That's 800-859-0720. 800-859-0720. This is an urgent message for all individuals with extremely low Large credit card debt. No matter how much you owe on your credit cards, the company that has settled more debt than anyone in the U.S. could settle your debt too. While you make one low monthly program payment, you have the opportunity to hear how low your monthly program payment could be for free. This free information is available now simply by calling Freedom Debt Relief at 1-800-504-5935. I repeat, if you have extremely large credit card debt, you now have the ability to reduce your total debt and get one simple low monthly program payment. This could allow you to resolve your debt faster than you ever thought possible. But you should act quickly. Call Freedom Debt Relief now to learn how much you could save. 1-800-504-5935. Again, this life-changing information is available for free. To find out how much you may be able to save, call today. 1-800-504-5935. That's 1-800-504-5935. 1-800-504-5935. Travel Cats has put together an incredible Mediterranean adventure just for you. Explore the same streets in Greece and Turkey the Apostle Paul walked as he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or sail the Mediterranean surrounding the Greek islands in Turkey. These are the most sought-after journeys in the eastern Mediterranean. Book with Travel Cats at 352-277-7300 or go to TravelCats.com. That's 352-277-7300 or book today at TravelCats.com. That's cats with a K. TravelCats.com. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers total market penetration for increased roi learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers weekdays at 1 p.m don't miss fresh wind radio with dr jomo cousins the one who does not love has not become acquainted with god does not and never did know him for god is love he is the originator of love and it is an enduring attribute of his nature Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. And every time it rains, it rains. And it's from heaven. 
Sunshine and ravioli, macaroni. If you want the thing you love, you must have a pizza, holy baby. And when you hear thunder, don't run under a tree. It'll be pennies from heaven for you and me. Hey, we're back. I remind you, make sure you use real, authentic cheese with that mac and cheese. You know, you do that box stuff. It's it's all preservatives. It's not good for you. So if you're gonna you're gonna chow down, do the real thing. Hey, we got some breaking news this afternoon before I tell you how you can go on your own treasure hunt. Um, this in that apparently uh, earlier this afternoon that we have had a plane crash in Wesley Chapel, Florida. That's right, a plane crash in Wesley Chapel, Florida. A plane actually flipped over while trying to land there in Pasco County. No one has been injured, I repeat. No one has been injured. Uh, According to our friends over at Newswatch 8, Pasco Fire Rescue was called to a reported aircraft emergency at the Tampa North Flight Center. You know what what that one is, Highway 54, 56. Uh, You look off to the west, and there's a runway there. Happened just before 3 p.m., A young whippersnapper, 26-year-old pilot in a Cessna, called into the airport to report an emergency landing. He flipped it. Uh, Fire rescue officials say the pilot was the only person on the plane at the time. 26-year-old was not injured and did not want to be taken to the hospital. Didn't want the press to probably release his name either. Anyway, authorities have not uh, said what caused the accident, but uh, unless he was... Unless he was landing in one of these storms we've had this afternoon with some high winds. I mean, usually if you flip something like that, you did something a little bit inappropriate. So anyway, praise the Lord that he is uh, doing well and uh, safe indeed. Now let's uh, go to another story, and that is, um, there we go. How would you like to go on a treasure hunt? And you can do it from the comfort of your office, your home, and if you pull off the side of the road, you can do it in your car. You might want to put this uh, website down because this is where you're going to be hunting for gold. Go to fltreasurehunt.gov. FL for Florida, fltreasurehunt.gov. Now, you know this isn't any kind of a lottery or a gambling thing. If you listen to this show long enough, you know you're looking at Mr. Anti-Gambling here. So, no, 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 no. This treasure hunt has to do with you and something that belongs to you. Every year, there's this opportunity to see if there's been any property or cash turned into the state of Florida that was yours. And so uh, I saw this and I thought, well, let me go ahead and let me just, let me go on the treasure hunt. So I actually did the treasure hunt just before we came on the show. Now what you have to do is you go to fltreasurehunt.gov and you've got to fill out your information, name, uh, address, uh, social security number. This is a secure government site, secure Florida government site. Um, birthday, uh, email address, all that kind of thing. So anyway, I put it in, and sure enough, there was a claim number. 
So I said, hey, ding, 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 I won some treasure. So I went ahead, and you got disclosures, and you can do it all online. And when you get done, guess where my treasure is coming from? I got $48 coming in from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right. Buccaneer treasure. I want to tell you, I've got, I got the booty, got the loot, got the treasure, got the Pirates treasure. I was a season ticket holder for at least a couple decades. And somewhere in there, you know, they had upgrades, new stadium, put the deposit down, get better seats. Anyway, somewhere along the line, a deposit did not get returned to me. So I got 48 smackers coming in. Doubloons. You know what I mean? Doubloons. Got nothing on Gasparilla here. Anyway, uh, $48. So I was telling Mike at the break, you know what? Put a few more uh, dineros with that, and uh, that's dinner for three at the Outback for Mrs. B, myself, and my son. So, anyway, again, that's Florida Treasure. Let me get that straight before I misquote it. FLTreasureHunt.gov. FL, FLTreasureHunt.gov. You've got nothing to lose. Hey, go to that website, plug in your information, and see what's laying there for you. Well, about to wrap up the first hour, and I want to tell you it's been a pleasure to be with our friends from the Biz, 1380 and AM 860 and 930. And I'm going to be bidding you farewell in just a moment. For those of you that are not following me over to AM 57910, uh, I'll bid you farewell in just a moment, wishing all of you a happy Father's Day. Coming up in the second hour, we'll talk to our friend at Focus on the Family, Greg Smalley, on dads, daughters, and marriage. What are some of the questions you would ask a prospective suitor for your daughter? That and we'll have some fun with other things as well, but uh, in recognition of uh, Father's Day. And then we'll have California, Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide. He's going to be talking about that new movie, Emmanuel, we talked about yesterday. And Men in Black. That's right, Men in Black. And there is a scene that bothers me on whether or not PG-13 a 13-year-old should see it. So that's coming up in the second hour. Again, I'll be over on AM 57910. Glad to have you over. If you've got to leave, I understand. And again, we wish you a happy Father's Day. Don't go away. We'll be right back. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
President Trump is publicly blaming Iran for this week's attacks on two oil tankers near the strategic Strait of Hormuz. The president's making clear Washington blames Tehran. Iran did do it. But even as officials here at the Pentagon consider boosting defenses in the region, the president's hoping aggressive U.S. diplomacy will force Iran to the negotiating table. The administration seems caught between pressure to reassure Gulf allies by punishing Iran and avoiding getting closer to war. Acting Defense Chief Patrick Shanahan says the aim now is to rally the world to condemn Iran. To build international consensus to this international problem. Sagar Magani at the Pentagon. Hong Kong authorities are bracing for more protests by demonstrators trying to prevent a bill that would allow citizens of the colony to be tried in mainland Chinese courts. As of Friday afternoon, more than 30,000 people had signed a petition protesting the use of force by police during violent clashes with protesters earlier in the week. But the busy downtown area was generally calm after days of protests. A demonstration by a group of mothers angry with police use of rubber bullets, batons and other forceful measures is expected in the evening, while far larger ones are planned for Sunday and Monday. I'm Charles de Ledesma. President Trump has unveiled a new initiative that gives small businesses more options and new tax breaks to offer health care to their employees. We're doing so by expanding health Reimbursement Arrangements, or HRAs, as they are commonly known. HRAs will allow American workers to shop for the plan that's right for them and their family and have their employer cover the cost. The president says the new plan will give 11 million Americans new choices for affordable health care. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 17 points. The Nasdaq dropped 40. The S&P lower by 5. More on these stories at townhall.com. Ford Pass, everything you need to keep moving right in the palm of your hand. Now you can earn points to use toward flexible complimentary maintenance when you buy or lease a new Ford and sign up for rewards. Plus, use the app to access roadside assistance. You'll even earn exclusive Ford Pass rewards just for maintaining your vehicle. Only Ford Pass combines roadside assistance, Ford Pass rewards, and now when you buy or lease a new Ford, earn points you can use toward flexible complementary maintenance. Ford Pass, built to keep you moving. Built Ford proud. Visit your participating Ford dealership to find out about how you can earn complimentary maintenance on every new Ford. Roadside assistance is included for certain Ford owners and available to everyone for a per-service fee. Ford reserves the right to change program details without obligations. Visit your participating dealer or FordPassRewards.com for program rules and restrictions. Ford Pass, compatible with select smartphone platforms, is available via a download. U.S. donors, not French tycoons, are footing the bill for Notre Dame Cathedral repairs. The billionaire French donors who publicly promised flashy donations totaling hundreds of millions to rebuild Notre Dame haven't yet paid anything toward the restoration of the cathedral, according to church and business officials. Instead, it's been mainly American citizens via the Friends of the Notre Dame charity that have paid more than $4 million in salaries and other expenses since the April 15th fire. The blaze devastated the cathedral's roof and caused its masterpiece spire to collapse. Cleanup and stabilization efforts at the cathedral continue around the clock. I'm Walter Ratliff. Ivanka Trump took in nearly $4 million in revenue last year from her part ownership of President Trump's Washington Hotel, up slightly from a year earlier. A financial disclosure released by the White House today also shows her fashion business took in at least $1 million, down from at least $5 million the previous year. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. 
Correspondent Matt Small reports a pair of suspects in the shooting of retired baseball star David Ortiz may be connected to crimes in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. According to prosecutors in New Jersey, a bench warrant on armed robbery and gun charges has been issued for the man who authorities in the Dominican Republic say shot former Red Sox star David Ortiz. Meanwhile, a prosecutor in Pennsylvania says he believes another suspect in Sunday's incident is wanted for attempted murder there. Ortiz was shot in the back at a bar in the Dominican Republic on Sunday. Dominican officials announced Wednesday that they had detained the suspected gunman and five accomplices. Ortiz is now in a Boston hospital recovering from surgery in both the Dominican Republic and Boston. The father of another suspect says his son belongs to a notorious Dominican gang of drug-dealing hitmen. The former Red Sox star has been reported by his wife to have taken several steps since the assassination attempt last weekend. More at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley here, and thank you for being with us for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And as we are preparing uh, in our family, and I'm sure in many of your families as well, for Father's Day, we just want to just remind you that this is a special time to get together with your kids and uh, the spouse, the extended family, and we're going to be talking about some of that coming up in just a moment, but just continuing to encourage you dads because of the dads who've gone AWOL in America, want to encourage you to just be involved in this Father's Day and maybe set some new uh, paradigms in terms of your family relationship. Well, coming up next on Focus on the Family, Greg Smalley be with us, Vice President of Marriage and Family Formation for Focus. And going to be talking about dads, daughters, and marriage. What will you ask your potential son-in-law about his preparation to marry your daughter? We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. Then we'll head on out to uh, L.A., the Hollywood beat. Ben Kaiser will be with me, and uh, we'll be talking with him with MovieGuide.org. Two movies opening up, one next week just here on the 17th and the 19th. That's Emmanuel. And we'll also be talking about Men in Black International, as well as a couple of the movies coming out this summer. All that and more coming up on the Bill Bunkley Show during this hour. As always, we certainly appreciate you being with us. And don't go away, because a lot of great content is coming up. Growing up, my dad was the Mr. Mom in our house. This is Focus on the Family Minute. 
Lisa Jo Baker experienced some very difficult moments while growing up, but she's proud of the dad she has today. My mom passed away when I was pretty young, and it was really my dad who helped raise my brothers and I. And he'd probably be the first to tell you that when it comes to needing a do-over in the parenthood department, he needed one. But what's been so amazing is to watch God actually give him a real-life do-over. Well into his 60s, he has now adopted three kids with my amazing stepmother. And I tell him all the time, if I wasn't already a Christian, I would be convinced that there is a Christ just watching the transformation in my father's life. Think of some ways to honor your dad this weekend. More encouragement at familyminute.org. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. How many of you close your Bible on Sunday and open it the next Sunday. I would say to anybody, you close this book and you live all week long and never open the Word of God, never read it. What is your life like at the end of the week? It won't be like it ought to be. You say, well, you don't know me. No, I don't. But I know what he said to Joshua. He said to him, meditate on it day and night. Because listen, we're talking about this is the Word of God. This is the message of God. This is God personally talking to you through His Word. He knows what He wants to give you, how He wants to prosper you. He knows that more than anyone else in the world. He says, meditate on my Word day and night. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help, finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings, $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or payback loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay. I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. We're going down to the river, down to the river, down to the river to pray, yeah, yeah. Let's get washed by the water, washed by the water, and rise up in amazing grace. Let's go
Hey, welcome back, and it is Friday afternoon, which means it is our regular time to be with Focus on the Family here right after the top of the hour. And as we continue to uh, tell our dads out there how much we appreciate you, how much I appreciate you, and continuing the, the dialogue that this is Father's Day weekend and time to honor dad, but also dad to really spend some time with uh, mom and the kids. And uh, a time also that when those situations come or, come up and uh, sometimes dad doesn't get to see the kids because of divorce or other things, you know, this is a great time to ask the Lord and the Holy Spirit just to kind of speak to your heart, to some of the dads out there, and see if maybe uh, this would be an opportunity for a little bit of a fresh start, a little bit more of a commitment time-wise and and interest-wise, and we just are, are throwing that out because that's been on my heart uh, throughout uh, our show today to get us ready for the weekend. Well, I'm excited because Greg Smalley is with me, even though he still hasn't thawed out because it's been snowing and snowing and snowing uh, up uh, in uh, the area where Focus on the Family calls home, Colorado Springs. He's a vice president of marriage and family formation for Focus, and uh, he has uh, an opportunity where he develops all sorts of resources and initiatives preparing people for marriage. And I got to tell you that uh, so many people just let the emotions fly. They get married, but no, he'll teach you how to strengthen and nourish uh, the existing marriages and to help you when those marital crises seem to come along. He's been pre- he is president of the National Institute for Marriage. He's written 17 books, and his wife, uh, Aaron, they co-created Ready to Wed, Wed, I should say, a complete premarital curriculum for engaged couples and others online. Again, that's at Focus on the Family Marriage Assessment. Well, let me just say that correctly. Focus on Marriage Assessment. And since 1992, they've lived in Colorado, uh, been married with their, well, they've actually been married since 92. They've been in Colorado with their three daughters, Taylor, Murphy, and Annie, and their son, Garrison. And by the way, what I like about uh, Greg is that when he has an age-appropriate seminar somewhere, he likes to bring one of his children to begin to introduce him to that. With that, Greg, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, thank you so much, Bill. It's good to be with you as well. Well, I'm excited because I've kind of renamed this. uh, We're going to talk about dads, daughters, guns, and the questions to ask the potential suitor. But I got to start it off. Uh, I didn't realize this, but Duck Dynasty's Sadie Robertson, I thought she was married already, anyway, got engaged uh, this past weekend to her boyfriend, Christian, and she said yes. Now, I got to ask you, uh, Greg, did, did she take your focus on marriage assessment? Is this the right guy? I hope so. <laughs> I hope that she's put a lot of time and thought and prayer into this. And, and I hope Christian went and talked to her dad. And, and, and was able to get her family, her mom, her dad's blessing. I know that when my daughter, Taylor, um, she's been married now about two, almost three years, uh, her now husband, Caleb, he, he came to me and, and he said, hey, can, can, we, can we talk? I want to ask you a really important question. And, and I said, now, if you're going to ask me for my daughter's hand in marriage, hold on. I said, because I would need to talk to your mom and dad first to make sure they give, you you know, a blessing about my daughter. So he actually, I got his dad's cell phone number, texted him, introduced myself, said, hey, your son's going to ask for my daughter's hand in marriage. Can, you know, can we talk a little bit about my daughter, Taylor? 
and I get a response that says, hey, thank you. Good to meet you. Uh, he goes, my son's been dating a lot of girls. So can you send me a picture of Taylor? So oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I was waiting for the you know, return text going, aha, just playing. Yeah, that didn't come for hours. And finally, I get another text going, hey, I'm just kidding, just messing with you. This is the wrong number. So, But good luck. I hope you can find Are Caleb. you kidding me? Yeah, Caleb's dad. So I called Caleb back and went, okay, son, that's strike one against you. <laughs> now give me your real dad's number. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, yeah. But he's a great – I'm so blessed. I have an amazing son-in-law. Now, now, how did he react? Because how did he react? Because that's kind of a you know those of us that have been discussing and uh, tried to educate folks over the decades. You know what? You need to you need to go talk to her dad and ask for a hand in marriage. Now, this is kind of a new twist. Uh, Hey, before I know what you're getting ready to ask me, you're not going to ask me. I'm not going to talk about it. I need to talk to your parents first. Now, that's a little bit of a of a newt. I like it, but I'm just saying, how did he react? Because that might have caught him by surprise. Yeah, if if it did, he handled it gracefully and just said, "Oh, totally makes <laughs> sense. Here's here's the number." He was off by one digit, which is why he got the wrong number. So he um, was nervous. <laughs> he 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 was nervous, and I even tell people, "Not okay." There's actually before you have the conversation with the young man, I tell people there's three other people you need to talk to. Number one is your daughter. So I first and foremost talk to Taylor to go, "Do you want to marry this young man?" And do you have any concerns? What, what does your gut say? Because I want to know that, that she is 100% at the place where, where she's ready. And then you need to talk to, to, to your daughter's mother. And, and because moms have that incredible intuition. And make sure that, that your daughter's mom gives her blessing. And then, like I said, then I wanted to know from Caleb's parents if they give their blessing about my daughter. So armed with all those blessings, then then I I made – this was probably mean, but it was my (laughs) shot. I needed to do it. I made Caleb – I bought him a ticket to fly to where I was doing a marriage seminar. So I made him sit through one of my marriage events in in, (laughs) evenings and breaks. We would – we had our, our long discussion about my daughter. Unbelievable, and you know, you know, it's. I'm just thinking about if I was if I was a guy courting one of your daughters, and uh, obviously I've learned who you are and what you do. I mean, that is that is a huge mountaintop Everest uh, challenge to begin with. Thinking, wow, I got to sit down with the expert of experts. I mean, <laughs> even that had to be just intimidating. Did your daughters ever talk about the day they would bring somebody home to have that conversation and say, Dad, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to find anybody because, you know, with you being the expert, you know, who's going to want to do this? Did you ever get any of that conversation? We we, we did. We've talked about that. Um, But I I wanted my daughters to know that, listen, you're a Stradivarius. You're, You're a priceless item to me and 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 my job as your dad I, is to protect you and 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 so understand that if I'm handing this amazing priceless Stradivarius violin over to to some young man you better believe we're going to have a, a a discussion now I, I I don't do the hey I'm sitting here cleaning my shotgun and you know it it, it it's not about being adversarial 
It's about really, really wanting to understand the heart of this young man, but letting him know, I'm giving you a Stradivarius. Do you get that? And that's, part, that's one of the questions. Do you understand my daughter's value? You know, I wanted to know from him, do you, do, is, this is a lifelong commitment. Are you prepared to walk into that covenant relationship between you and the Lord and my daughter with a divorce is not an option? And and I wanted to know from Caleb, do you understand that 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 it shouldn't that shouldn't even be a part of your vocabulary? Like, is this for a lifetime? Yes. <laughs> you know, are you spiritually united? You know, God doesn't say a whole lot about pr- the premarital dating engagement process. There, God isn't a matchmaker. There, he's he's not in charge of e heavenly dating service. Right. And, and the beautiful part is that, you know, he, 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 he's given us free will. And I told, I've always told my daughters and my son, you, I will walk you down the aisle to whomever you choose. That is your choice. If I have concerns, I will share them. But at the end of the day, I walk you to who you pick. So choose well. And hopefully we've, my wife and I have equipped them, you know, to, to make those choices. And if they're dialed in through prayer with, with the Lord and they've got a peace from the Holy Spirit, I mean, all of that. But, but they, that's what I want. I wanted Caleb and my daughter to fully understand is that this is your choice. Let's talk about some serious things. But at the end of the day, you, you pick. Tell you what, the, the, the advice is just awesome. If you just joined me, we're talking with Greg Smalley, Vice President of Marriage and Family Formation for Focus on the Family. That website is focusonthefamily.com. That's focusonthefamily.com as we're talking about dads, daughters, and marriage. Also want to remind you, online there is an absolute uh, great resource, Focus on Marriage Assessment. That's Focus on Marriage Assessment. And uh, we want to make sure that you're aware of those resources. Uh, before we talk about some of those questions, um, as I was sitting here thinking, depending on how you as a mom and dad sort of run your household, and unless it was your daughter had moved halfway across or all the way across the continent and you had very limited uh, time with her because maybe her position or where she's working, so you wouldn't necessarily have a, a some a lot of pre time with the potential suitor, but if you've got uh, a young man that's kind of in the neighborhood and your daughter's living at home, uh, talk a little bit, uh, Greg, about uh, the importance of what what this particular potential son-in-law, when he comes to your house and he sees your interaction with uh, your wife, interaction with her, talk about how important that is because you know. Whatever someone sees is a family norm, and if there's some some things that are just not healthy in that area, that you know you almost get the idea that that maybe you're you're leaving some areas of vulnerability uh, because he says, well, they do it, so maybe I can do it. Talk about that. Yeah, I I, I love the notion of encouraging couples to to think about: Are you creating a marriage worth repeating? Because we've got little eyes watching us. We've got big eyes watching us. My marriage is my children's blueprint for their marriage yep. someday. And they're, they're always noticing and picking up what we do. And I know that they're going to repeat, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
of of my marriage. And so so Aaron and I we we definitely talk about that. You know, we we wanted our kids to 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 see us in conflict so that they can see that that's normal and that's okay. And in here here's what that looks like and here's how we work through that. And and so that they they definitely are watching and and I and I hope that that my marriage is a marriage worth repeating in their eyes. And I, as a matter of fact, I was speaking not too long ago and, and brought my son up, who's now 18, and interviewed him and said, you know, what, 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 what about our marriage do you want to repeat? And, and what's something that, that you want to do different? And, and I wasn't sure what he was going to say, but I, I, I loved his response to both of those questions. So you, you, as a matter of fact, go to your spouse and, 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 or sit down with your kids and, and say, you know, what have you learned about marriage by watching our marriage? And and it's it's man, it's 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 shocking. It's 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 interesting what what eye our kids opening pick up on. Yeah, <laughs> it it really is. So eye absolutely, opening. my my son-in-law when when he came and and asked, um, you know, I I wasn't I wasn't sure what even to ask. Like I'm I'm thinking, okay, I should ask you things. Um, because I'm responsible here. So even this is your biological child, you were a stepdad. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're in that position to where that young man is going to come talk to you. Maybe as the mom, maybe there's not a dad involved. It, it, it's so important to think through, yeah, what are, what are some things that are really critical that I need to, to better understand so that I can give my blessing or to share some concerns? Now, let's get to the questions. And, of course, again, that website is FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com, and Greg Small is my guest. And then that online assessment at FocusOnTheFamily.com, it's Focus on Marriage Assessment, Focus on Marriage Assessment. Well, Dad's there. Talk to the parents. This is the big night, the big afternoon. The potential suitor is coming over. And no, you don't have your 12-gauge sitting on the coffee table in front of you, even if it's probably a joke. Uh, but I'll do res- with all seriousness, I should say. G- give us, uh, we got about three minutes left. Uh, give us an idea of two or three of the most important questions that uh, you put on the list uh, for us to review, but would be good questions to really drill down on the intentions and the suitability of uh, this young man. Yeah, one of them is what do you see in my daughter that makes you want to marry her? Because what you're looking for is beyond that. She's so beautiful, she's so athletic, um, she's so funny. I mean, you're really wanting to to know. Do do you get her inner beauty, her inner qualities, her her integrity? You know, the way that she lives out her relationship with the Lord. I mean, I wanted to hear Caleb my son-in-law really, really talk about what, what is it really about my daughter that, that you're drawn to and makes you want to live your life with her? Um, how do you plan to support my daughter? Caleb, my son-in-law, was finishing up college, and, and I said, son, you're not living with me, and I don't bless that you take my daughter to your parents' house. So, so walk me through how will you support my daughter? And I, and I loved his plan and their plan of how they were going to do that. My favorite question, though, um, because 
Caleb's smart enough. He's an engineer. He's actually an aerospace engineer, so he's a rocket scientist um, who's in the Florida area right now. There's a SpaceX launch that he's a part of, so mm-hmm. he's smart. So he Googled me. He tried to figure out what is he going to ask me, read some articles that I'd written. But he, the one that I stumped him with is this question, <laughs> would you marry you? And he, he, his eyes got real big, and he's like, huh, I never thought you'd ask me that. Let me think about it for a second. But the question is getting at that, that it takes two healthy people to create a healthy marriage. In math, two negatives equal positive. That formula doesn't work in marriage. Two, two hurting, dysfunctional, unhealthy people can't create a good, strong marriage. And so one, would you marry you is designed at going in your life right now. Are you at a place that, that you would actually marry you? Are you ready for marriage? Have you dealt with some of your stuff? It led into asking about about just, just you know, what are, what are some of the challenges you've been through? What did you learn from that? What did God teach you? How do you handle some of the challenges that our young men are faced with, rather, you know, some of the online pitfalls? And we, we walked through all of that. I, mean, I asked him some really poignant questions around that. And, and, I, and I love what it, what it did is that it, 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 it taught my son-in-law that, listen, I'm safe, and, but we're going to talk about important, deeper things. And, and that's so now three years later, what I love is that my son-in-law will call me and say, um, hey, I've got a, a situation going on at work. I'm just not sure what to do. Can you help me think of that through? And so, I mean, the beauty of this is this just isn't a one and done. You are, you are establishing how will you communicate with your son-in-law throughout the course of their, you know, 50 years of marriage. And I tell you what, it, let me hop in because we got about 30 seconds left. I want to tell you that what Greg Smalley is sharing is at the, at the end of all this relationship is this deep relationship you have begun with that young man that's for a lifetime. Greg, I hate to cut you off. I got about 15 seconds, but thank you so much for being with us. You can connect with Greg at the website, FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be back in a moment with Movie Guy. Because I'm going to see you when tomorrow comes on the other side. On the other side. I bet you feel you're finally home. W262CP, Bayonet Point. President Pat Bolin, the Denver Broncos owner, died late Thursday, just under two months before his estrangement in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This is SRN News. 
This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Joe Biden's abandonment of his long-standing support for the Hyde Amendment has not only damaged his campaign, but should bring permanent changes to the language we use on the abortion issue. Biden and other Catholic Democrats often insisted that they personally disapproved of abortion, but that they didn't want government to interfere with a woman's so-called right to choose. But if the Hyde Amendment is removed, that means the right to choose becomes a right to government funding for terminating a pregnancy. Many of those who said they wanted government to stay out of the abortion decision now insist that government must get directly involved by providing federal funding. This is not a pro-choice position. It's a pro-abortion position demanding government subsidies. In the future, liberals who favor such funding should accept the pro-abortion designation just as proudly as conservatives acknowledge that we are anti-abortion and pro-life. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. Fatherhood is a job that needs to be constantly undergirded by prayer. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Dads, we're all in this together. It would be my privilege to pray for you. Will you let me? Our Father, this is a huge task you've entrusted us with. We have so much to learn about rearing our children. And it's not going to come easily because we are so stubborn. So I pray that you would soften the soil of our souls right now for the sowing of the seed so that we're encouraged as we are learning. We commit ourselves as parents to you, Father, and we do so in the strong name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Travel Cats has put together an incredible Mediterranean adventure just for you. Explore the same streets in Greece and Turkey the Apostle Paul walked as he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or sail the Mediterranean surrounding the Greek islands in Turkey. These are the most sought-after journeys in the eastern Mediterranean. Book with Travel Cats at 352-277-7300 or go to travelcats.com. That's 352-277-7300 or book today at travelcats.com. That's cats with a K. Travelcats.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interactions. It's important that we help our children set boundaries, to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation, and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com.
Hey, we're back. It's Friday afternoon, and uh, we are getting ready to go into Father's Day weekend. And I want to just continue to honor all the fathers that are out there and uh, especially want to just praise the Lord for those of you who have been the, the type of dad that uh, stuck in with your family, with your spouse, and with your children. And I know some things have happened and to some of the other folks, but the main thing, dads, be sure you're plugging in with your kids. I've been reemphasizing that uh, throughout the day. Well, our good friend Ben Kaiser is back. He's a managing editor at MovieGuide.org. And I want to tell you how valuable MovieGuide.org is because we got a new movie opening up today, uh, Men in Black International. And uh, I had a chance to review their review earlier today. And I'm torn because I have a 13-year-old. And because of what I was able to find in some of their review, I've got some cautions in my own mind I've got to pray about. But I just can't tell you how much I appreciate Movie Guide. That website uh, ought to be on your home or office PC at movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. And you can also download the app for the iPhone or the Android. And I, of course, have the Android app. And we invite you to do that. But Ben Kaiser is with us today. Ben well, not yet, but I know it's coming. Happy Father's Day to you. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, nothing to announce this this week, but you never know. Yeah, down I'm the road. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be jumping out because I, I, I kind of promo every three months. So, hey, what's happening? No, okay. Well, so when it does, I'll be one of your, your best fans out there cheering for you. Oh, thanks. Well, we got an article and a couple of movies to talk about. And for those of you who have been with me during the week, you know that Emmanuel is uh, – uh, a documentary that I am highly recommending, and that's only going to be on June 17th and June 19th here in the Bay Area. And you know that earlier this week we had the chance to talk with Anthony B. Thompson, who's the reverend of the church, who has written a book called To Forgive, and it's probably uh, his witness of forgiving um, the shooter, who I don't ever mention her name, uh, in the hearing, uh, the bond hearing, the bail hearing. And so we had him on Monday. And then we had Rose Simmons on yesterday actually talking about her mom, who was a reverend, who was uh, sadly one of the folks that was assassinated in that church. And so today we get the chance to talk to Ben Kaiser about the movie itself. So, Ben, hop on in here. And Emmanuel, and first uh, tell us exactly what is Emmanuel all about? I'm sure your listeners have heard some about it, but yeah, the documentary is about uh, the real-life events that took place on June 17th of 2015 uh, in uh, uh, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, where a gunman uh, opened fire uh, at a church at the Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston, and and, uh, uh, just, it was a horrific uh, uh, tragedy that took place. Uh, many people lost their lives. Many uh, uh, family members uh, lost uh, loved ones, uh, fathers, mothers, brothers, and sisters. And uh, the movie uh, looks at the history of the church, but then also follows the, the families and the loved ones of the victims as they go uh, into the the bond hearing and the and the that you mentioned, and at the uh, at the court, so this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I mean that's this this is the crux of this the storyline. At at the the hearing, the the victims, the families of the victims, they didn't they didn't think that they were going to forgive 
the shooter. They didn't know like what they were going to say. They had an opportunity to say something to the shooter and, and God did something miraculous on that day in their heart where every one of them that, that walked up, they, they forgave the shooter and they preached the gospel to him and they, they encouraged him to, to repent of his sin, of his, of his wickedness and to turn to the Lord. And they continued to do that and they continued to reach out to, to this young man that did these horrific uh, acts. And it, it's one of the most powerful, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about it. It's one of the most powerful representations of what loving your enemy looks like in, in real life. And this documentary uh, showcases it in a, in a touching, beautiful, very sad, but inspiring and hopeful way. And I, I hope a lot of people uh, uh, show up to this movie. It's airing on the anniversary of the uh, the shooting itself, a uh, Fathom event. It's uh, going to only be playing for two different showings on Monday and on Wednesday. And uh, it doesn't um, diminish the the need for for justice. I mean, this this young man is receiving justice and will receive justice. Uh, but there, it, it looks at it from a spiritual a- uh, angle where, uh, you know, if we just hold bitterness in our heart, that ultimately eats us up. And uh, it really uh, powerfully communicates the need of, of forgiveness and letting go and, and giving those hurts up to the Lord and seeing what, what kind of goodness and beauty the Lord can work through it. It's a, it's a powerful movie. That's Emmanuel. Uh, obviously, because of the the nature of the events that are described and some of the the footage, it's not for the young young viewers. It's no. a, it is a heavy movie, so we do warrant some caution. But the the message is important. It's timely, and we do recommend older teenagers, adults to to take. Take the time to, to see this movie on Monday at your local theater. And I want to remind you that um, one of the, if I can just add to it, that I hope that will add to the interest of the story. When I had a chance to chat with uh, Reverend Anthony Thompson uh, Monday, who wrote the book Call to Forgive, and it, it, uh, it was his wife that was leading the Bible study. He was at another church meeting at another location uh, when the shots rang out. But uh, as he shared his testimony, he said that uh, when the bail hearing was coming up, as he was talking to his children, they decided that they needed to show up at the ba- at the bail hearing. But he had a specific conversation with the kids and saying, look, there's going to be a lot of cameras. There's going to be a lot of people watching. Uh, I just want us to go in there. I don't want us to say anything. I don't want us to conduct any interviews. I just want us to go in there and be present and uh, because this is about uh, your, mom, your mom and my wife, and, uh, but I think we ought to be there. And then he goes on to say that as they were sitting there, um, he just, this, this, he got moved, whether it uh, uh, the Lord or himself, but he believes and I believe with him that the Lord just prompted him to get up. And he was the one that was the first one to get up. And uh, apparently his uh, sons and daughters were looking at him when he got up. And he went up because he was the one that made a big deal about we're not going to talk. And the spirit just took over. And that's why his book is called Called to Forgive. The book's name is Called to Forgive 
because he actually got a calling in that bail hearing. And uh, that spirit of forgiveness immediately transcended to his family. And then I want to bring you back in, uh, Ben, to talk a little bit about the fact that prior, when we have had um, what perceived to be by community as a racially motivated shooting, especially uh, we've had prior to this, we had some incidents involving law enforcement where we had two or three situations where there was there was terrible riots, there was property destruction, fires, and what's unique about what you're going to see when you go see Emmanuel is because the leadership of the Holy Spirit and working through the leadership first of the of the pastor and then others, Charleston didn't see any of the violence, didn't see any of the rioting, and Ben, talk about that because that's one of the powerful aspects of the movie. Yeah, I think if there's one thing that is absolutely true, it's that uh, that Jesus Christ unifies. Like if we if if people come together in their unified belief in the Lord and coming with humility, with prayer, and with love for uh, fellow mankind, like that that can unify communities, cities, states, countries, and uh, it doesn't. Uh, like I mentioned before, it, it doesn't mean that uh, justice isn't important. We absolutely believe uh, that justice must be served to uh, uh, to people that are convicted of of, of violence and of uh, terrible crimes. But uh, it, it, like you said, it was really uh, powerful that these these churchgoers uh, almost like led their community in a um, in a prayerful stance that really unified the community instead of tore it apart. Now the community is still hurting and they're still feeling that pain. It's not like it went, uh, you know, it disappeared entirely, but it definitely looked much different than a lot of other uh, towns and cities that uh, experienced uh, uh, similar pains. And, and, you know, even just down the road from uh, Camarillo here in California at Newberry Park, we experienced the shooting um, uh, very recently, and uh, it 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 definitely hurts and wrecks the community. And the more people that you can have that come together and and prayerfully uh, like seek the Lord, that aren't looking to to start fights and start political battles, but uh, that lead with love, um, you can, man, that really can change change lives and Absolutely. impact people. Well said by Ben Kaiser. And by the way, that website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. And Emmanuel, four stars, real quality movie. Again, uh, minus one because it's based on real events and that the, the content is at that level. Well, here's what I'm trying to figure out. And I got to tell you that Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, um, I'm a little walking into this little prejudice because I tell myself nobody can do a men in black like these guys have with all the other previous movies because they were just great. But men in black international, Ben tells me it's, it's just a, a, a great movie uh, in terms of well done, but there's some things within the movie that you need to be cautious about. Now I have a 13 year old son and as far as the secular rating, this is PG 13 and I'll tell you on the front end that the quality is four stars, and it's also got a minus one. So first of all, tell us the positive things uh, about this movie, because we've got two two new lead actor, an actor and an actress. 
Tell us the positive things, and let's, then let's drill down on some of the things you want to probably, as a parent, think about or evaluate, pray about before you go see it. Yeah, it is a fun movie, like you said. It will never, it cannot live up to the previous Men in Black movies, especially the first one. And I really like the third one as well. It's one of my favorites. But as the movie itself, you know, if you don't like compare it, it's actually a solid, uh, you know, Hollywood entertainment action flick. Uh, as you mentioned, there are two new leads. You got Chris Hemsworth, who we all know as Thor from the Marvel movies, and he plays Agent H who is a heroic Men in Black uh, agent that is based out of London. This, this movie takes the, the series internationally, and we get to uh, kind of uh, trot around the globe in this movie. And he gets assigned this new rookie agent, Agent M, who is played by Tessa Thompson, who's also actually from the Marvel movies. She plays Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok and uh, uh, the latest Marvel Avengers movie, Endgame. So it's kind of funny that two Marvel actors are teaming up for to be uh, uh, partners in the Men in Black series. So they've got good charisma. They, you can tell that the uh, uh, Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson that they've acted uh, in previous movies before, and that that definitely helps with the the believability of the characters and where they take them. In this movie. Uh, these agents, of course, they monitor and uh, they monitor aliens that are trying to immigrate to the Earth, both legally and illegally. Uh, uh, there are some interesting political uh, uh, insinuations there, but these Men in Black agents are pretty much uh, uh, alien ICE agents, I guess is one way you could look at them. Uh, and there's this one uh, alien character that has a weapon that could essentially wipe out whole planets, and these Men in Black agents have to make sure that this weapon doesn't fall into the wrong alien hands. This actually sounds very similar to the review of Dark Phoenix that we <laughs> talked about last week. Uh, of course, yes, movies yes. Uh, are always repeating themselves. But that said, there are a lot of fun moments. The characters are, are pretty well developed, especially uh, uh, Hemsworth has a good relationship with his mentor, who's played by Liam Neeson. Uh, and there's almost like a, a father-son mentorship uh, uh, a storyline arc that goes uh, uh, re really well with Father's Day this weekend. Um, as far as some of the negatives that you mentioned, yeah, it's it's not for the the very young children. Even though the the plot line is goofy enough, you realize like this could have been a, a PG kids movie. There's some fa there's some foul language. It's mostly lighter obscenities, but there are a few S words and some uh, profanities. And then there's some sexual innuendos. There's no uh, explicit uh, sex shown, but there's flirting, and you see uh, Hemsworth's character, you know, you see him wake up, and there's a alien, a female alien in his bed. And so there's just some, some weird uh, uh, sexual innuendos that we want people to be aware of. That it's, it, does, it makes it not appropriate for, for very young children, and maybe even young teens to depending on uh, your particular uh, teenager. Uh, and then there's also some action violence. The messaging, for the most part, is, is fairly uh, wholesome and has some good positive uh, morals to it. The worldview gets a little wonky at one point when they talk about the universe 
kind of uh, they talk about the universe almost like the universe is God. You, you see that a lot in movies, and we wish that they had developed that a bit more. But uh, that's Men in Black International. Uh, we gave it four out of four stars for quality, but a minus one means that there, there's still a caution for for young children. We're not we're not saying this is appropriate for for the young ones, and we want parents to be fully aware. I, I love that you are praying about this bill, that you're you're on the fence and you're uh, uh, you're struggling whether this is right for Zachary. I will say there are movies coming down the the road this summer that are going to be better, more appropriate for the children than men in black. So don't don't uh, put all your eggs in one basket with this movie. Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk about those in just a second. Got about two or three minutes left. But, uh, again, uh, my, you know, the light cursing, don't condone that. But uh, what I read is, uh, unfortunately, not much worse than what you do when you're out in a store or <laughs> standing in line at a movie theater. My only one is the the whole idea with uh, an insinuated love scene, you know, between lead character and an alien, and that's just getting weird for me. So that's what I'm yeah. praying about. Hey, in, a, in about a minute and a half or two minutes, talk about uh, some of those movies that are coming out this summer because I'm looking forward to them. And let's just hit a couple of them real quick before we run out of time. So first one, Toy Story 4 comes out next weekend. Dr. Barrett, he saw it, and just his description of the movie already was making me cry and sounds hilarious and both emotionally powerful. We'll talk more about that next week. There's the new Spider-Man sequel, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, We're very excited about that. We've already got screenings lined up. Uh, That comes out July 3rd, so look out for July 4th weekend. There'll be another superhero movie out. And then later in July, on the 19th, the Lion King live-action remake looks very well done. We'll see how it stands to the animated version. Well, I am ready for Lion King. I love Lion King. I love the music to Lion King, just like I love the music to Aladdin. Aladdin, So I'm fired up about that. Now, if you want to find out more, I'm going to tell you what. It's an invaluable resource, movieguide.org. They're a 501c3 nonprofit, and uh, they deserve your support. But I want to tell you, not just for the movie reviews, but they are very proactive with uh, producers, directors, uh, actors, actresses, uh, the whole industry, not only just in Hollywood, but uh, across America and Dr. Bear is often out of the country uh, teaching folks how to make great movies. That website's movieguide.org, reminding you both apps are available right now to download uh, for your Apple or your Android phone. Ben Kaiser, thank you so much for being with us, and I'm still going to wish you a happy Father's Day because one day you will be a father but we want to just uh, wish you happy Father's Day this afternoon. Thank you, Bill, and happy Father's Day to you as well. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. All Well, that'll wrap things up on this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, sort of the Father's Day edition. From the bottom of my heart, I just want to wish you, uh, dads that are out there, just pray that you have a great weekend with your family, have an opportunity to spend some time. And uh, let me just say this in closing. If some things have sort of sidetracked you as a dad, as a husband, um, you know, this might be a good opportunity to just do some praying, spend some time with the Lord and say, Father, what would you have me to do with my current relationship? And if there's some adjustments to be made, please make those adjustments. So uh, with that, we certainly wish you a very, very blessed Father's Day weekend. 
Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth, which is his, which is his radio ministries. Uh, Giant Matters. Giant Matters, part one of a series, and that's coming up in a moment. Well, we're going to get out of here until Monday at 4. Again, happy Father's Day weekend. We'll see you then. God bless and have a great weekend. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.